right? They don't want to pitch work. They don't want to create a, you know, answer proposals all day, right? It's a pain in the ass to get clients. You go to Brain Trust, there's unlimited clients, right? There's, There's so much client demand for engineering, design, product managers, project managers, DevOps, backend. And so you just go in, create your account, get verified and start picking off jobs and making good money. And, and you can earn tokens while, while you're doing it as well. So it's, it's a good gig for anyone who's kind of thinking of leaving you know, their corporate job and, and going off on their own. I'm pleased to have back on the show Adam Jackson. Adam Jackson is the co-founder of Brain Trust, which is a marketplace for talent to find jobs. But it is owned by the people who build the network and not by a private company. But before we get started, a word from the sponsors who make this show possible. First up, the script. Are you interested in having your own podcast but don't know how to get started? The idea of editing your own audio files intimidates you? I use the Descript software to edit this podcast and I highly recommend it. It's easy to use, much easier than any other editing software I know. You can record directly on your PC or Mac or on another device and then import the files. It also produces a transcript of your audio files. Best of all, they have an overdub function. That means that you can type in text and your voice generated by the program will read the text. So when you need to add in a word or a sentence to an audio file that you forgot to say during the recording, you can use the overdump function to insert it afterwards. I highly recommend the pro version, which is what I use. And if you pay annually, it costs $288 a year. I really think it's worth it. Use the link in the show notes to connect to the script and help support this podcast. Next up, BlockFi. Do you want to get interest on your crypto, whether in Bitcoins, stablecoins, Ether, or many other crypto assets, but you hear of all the hacks on the DeFi platforms and lack trust in the protocols? You're afraid that the protocols are not sufficiently battle-tested or that some nefarious actor will get the keys to the protocol? CeFi or centralized finance is an alternative. With BlockFi, a majority of the assets are held in cold storage with Gemini. They lend your assets to market makers and, and brokers, and use by and large the same risk management techniques as banks do to manage credit risk of their counterparties. Furthermore, rates are guaranteed for 30 days, so they don't fluctuate every day like in DeFi. The main difference here in BlockFi vis-a-vis a bank is you do not get a guarantee by a regulator like the FDIC in the USA or the Finmont Switzerland. So if you do have a situation like a run on the banks, BlockFi will not have an explicit guarantee by the government. But with a proportion of your crypto assets, it could be worth it. And of course, let me remind you, there are no explicit guarantees from an outside source in DeFi either. And DeFi is fraught with all sorts of risks that most people don't appreciate. And also, if you own crypto and want to use crypto as collateral to get a loan in fiat, you can do that on BlockFi as well. Next up, Shift Crypto. Are you looking for a hardware wallet to store your Bitcoin or other crypto assets? Consider Bitbox made by Shift Crypto. They are based in Switzerland and have been very well audited. The CEO, Douglas Backham, was on this podcast, and you can find that episode in the same place you found this episode. The other co-founder, Johannes Schnelli, was a Bitcoin Core developer and submitted his first line of code to Bitcoin Core in 2013. Also, if you like cool design, this product has the coolest design of all hardware wallets I know. Use the link in the show notes to get started and to help support this podcast. And finally, Brain Trust. Are you a software engineer, UI designer, content manager, content marketer, and would like to work independently as a freelancer? 
and you think privately held platforms like Fiverr or Upwork take much too much of a commission? Brain Trust has replaced the middleman by code, and the amount of take-home pay you get on the Brain Trust platform is 100% of what you build. Other fields of work are being added continuously to the Brain Trust platform as well, so check them out to see if they have a job for you. On top of that, on Brain Trust, you can make money by referring other people to the platform as well. Look at the two episodes I did with Adam Jackson and your favorite podcast player. Adam Jackson is the co-founder and CEO and find out more about how Brain Trust works. Click on the show notes to get started and help support this podcast. Adam Jackson and Gabriel Luna Ostazetsky are the co-founders of Brain Trust. Brain Trust is a user-owned talent network and marketplace. If you would like a, di- a good description of what it is and how it works, I recommend you listen to the previous podcast we did in November 2021. But for people who haven't listened to that podcast, uh, let me give you a little bit of context so that people can follow this conversation. This is the introduction I gave of Brain Trust on our previous podcast. Brain Trust is a site for freelancers who offer their services like Fiverr. However, it is owned by the users and not by a company looking to maximize profit at the expense of the users. Adam had also written uh, in the past, speaking of brain trust, nobody thought a user-owned talent network like brain trust would be worthwhile. And yet here brain trust is three years later with a global community of 700,000, 22 million in revenue in just 18 months. You also have 100 of the Fortune 500 companies as clients and contributors from 140 countries. Furthermore, in our last podcast, I asked Adam how he defined Web3, and his answer was taking out the middleman and giving back the power and the money back to the user. He has also said that we're in the very early stages of development of Web3, and we are still learning a lot about how it works. And finally, for some more context, Adam has written, I get asked a lot, why do you need a crypto token to build a talent marketplace like Brain Trust? And the honest answer is you don't. You can build a marketplace just fine without one. In fact, I've built several over my career that way. And it's keeping the incentives aligned at scale that's the problem. In Web2 marketplaces, the only way you can make a profit as you scale is by increasing your rake. And the obvious fallout is the users hate that. Furthermore, we have all heard the sentence, show me the incentives and I will show you the outcomes. So since our last podcast, Brain Trust has progressed a lot. We will discuss that progress, notably new investments from KOTU and Tiger Global, and what Braintrust has learned to better align incentives of all the users on the platform. Welcome, Adam. Braintrust has progressed a lot since our last discussion. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me back. And uh, yeah, those numbers you ran are from, I think, the last time we spoke. They're uh, much, much larger now. (laughs) The network has been growing uh, at just a breakneck speed, so happy to update you with those. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a second. Let me just start off maybe with a fundamental question. And this is a fundamental question I got from the user of the platform. Can you just describe us a little bit how the fees on the platform work? I think the platform takes 10% from the employer. In other words, the client who's employing the the talent to do a job and the talent, but the talent pays almost zero. Is that correct? And how does that compare to other more web two platforms? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the fee schedule is correct. We take Brain Trust charges a zero percent fee to the talent. So if you 
set your hourly rate, say at hundred bucks an hour, you are going to get a hundred dollars an hour from the client. And then the client pay, pays a flat 10% fee uh, that is uh, paid in dollars, but then uh, sent to a smart contract uh, in the form of USDC. And uh, the smart contract actually buys brain trust tokens in the open market and sends them to the brain trust DAO. And so if you go to info.braintrust.com, you can actually see this happening live. Uh, I'm pointed to Etherscan and, and see actual client dollars uh, in the, that, that are collected as fees flowing onto the blockchain and, and buying brain trust tokens to replenish the DAO. Uh, the DAO funds are then used by the community to grow the protocol. Uh, and, and, you know, compared to other, other platforms, I mean, it's, this is, you know, this is the, the magic of Web3, right? It's owned by and controlled by its users, the talent who make their living on Braintrust. Um, it is not a for, Braintrust is not a for-profit company. And so it has no incentive to charge high fees. Um, the Web2 analogs being like Upwork or Fiverr, uh, charging, you know, 25, 30, 35, 40% fees, depending on, you know, the, the day of the week or the category you're in. Um, and those, those fees generally come out of the talent. Um, or, you, you know, the, I think the, the broader uh, construct that Brain Trust is disrupting is, you know, kind of the, the giant IT consulting and professional services consulting world. You know, think about PwC, Accenture, Deloitte. Um, you know, these folks kind of warehouse talent, pay them a salary, and then you know rent them out to companies at, at you know pretty dramatic markups could be two three four x markup uh, and so brain trust is just a better option for both clients and talent than a than a, a web two marketplace or a consulting firm. Okay, but and so currently the ten percent that's taken out by the marketplace that's going to that's being used to further develop the marketplace or what's a little bit the point there? Yeah, so I'll, I'll describe it again. So okay. the the ten percent is paid in cash by the client that cash is converted to usdc by the node that brings the that brought the business on the brain trust node and then that usdc is sent to a smart contract called fee converter which goes and buys brain trust tokens with that usdc those tokens are then sent to the dow the brain trust dow which is community controlled uh funds those funds can be the use of those funds are voted on by the token holders of the So you recently had two big investments from several uh, venture capitalists, notably Koti and Tiger. So uh, like, what are they getting? They, for their investment, they're getting brain trust tokens in exchange or? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they purchased tokens and essentially joined the community. Okay, and, and you, I think you've mentioned in the past that you were very happy that their, their contribution is not just Purely bunny. It's what also referring talent to the token to the platform, referring talent, referring clients, and actually helping us with product development on building tools that recruiters can use. Um, so it's very very hands on investment. It's not not the kind of the typical venture investment. Okay, because one of the questions from the from another user I know is basically when are we going to have more fields of of work than just IT on the platform. I, I noticed now you have digital marketing, but I suppose therefore your plans are to quickly develop to other areas, correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's lots more um, categories that I think would be a good fit for brain trust. Um, but you have to remember the categories we're in now, this IT outsourcing, it's $1.5 trillion of annual work uh, funds flowing. And so, you know, at, you know, brain trust will do you know, 100, 
20 or 150 million or something in GSV this year. It's just a drop in the bucket <laughs> compared to the global market. So lot, lots more growth here in front of us. I understand that the money goes back into buying the token. I don't quite understand how the token will accrue some sort of inherent value. Is there going to be some sort of limited amount of tokens? Or it's just the fact that more people are going to be exchanging an amount of tokens? But there, there is a fixed supply of tokens, 250 million. There, okay. there can never be any more minted. Okay. Uh, and 10% of all GSV will be collected as a fee and used to purchase more brain trust tokens out of the open market. Uh, to be sent to the DAO. Okay. Yeah. So then, so as more people, for me, that means that as more people join the network to buy a limited amount of tokens, the price of the token must go up. And that's the, the, how the token will increase in value. Is, am, am, I, am I correct in saying that? You know, we, I, I, I don't talk about the token price. Um, the token is designed to have the same utility on our network, whether it's 10 cents or a dollar, a hundred dollars. Its cash values is not relevant to its usefulness on the network. Um, and so, so it's, you know, it's, it's, I think everything you're saying is true, um, but I'm just, I'm not in a position to talk about the token price. Okay. The other question that sort of really interests me as well is now you've gotten the plane in flight and now you have to control the plane. So the plane is taking off quickly. Uh, a little bit, what have you learned so far as to what adjustments have you made in the DAO to, to maybe on the demand of talent or of companies to better adjust the, 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 the functioning of, of brain trust? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, you know, the, the marketplace, very interestingly, because of the disruptive fee schedule, that 0% fee on town, 10% fee to clients, that, that is such an economically disruptive business model that we've actually grown demand far faster than we ever thought we would. So there's billions and billions of dollars of annual demand pent up by the existing clients on the platform. Uh, and we're just, you know, trying to onboard and screen and, and, and bring on as much talent as possible. So we've really refocused our product development efforts around the talent experience, making it easier for them to sign up, easier for them to get through the screening process and, and verify, you know, who they are. You know, we need, we need to make sure these are well-vetted people. So we're, so the quality of the, of the brand, you know, remains high. Um, and so, you know, we've really just pivoted to, you know, being a very talent-focused network. How well, how much is it like organized? I have, I have trouble imagining that any sort of society or community progresses or works well if there's no leader. A leader sort of has to emerge to make things progress. So is the leadership a little bit, the management meaning you and Gabriele, or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, it's, Gabe and I are still here uh, doing our, you know, doing our best, working full time to, to grow this network. Um, but there's a lot of other people too. I mean, there's now, you know, seven nodes kind of com companies dedicated to the growth of the network. Um, we just launched this uh, kind of official node program where um, we uh, will onboard agencies to come on and, and, you know, be part of the brain trust network. Uh, and those agencies, well, they, you know, they, they bring their clients and their talent and they pay the fee, the 10% fee. Um, but then they get, they get to grow their business by getting access to all the, you know, the great inbound 
leads and business that that brain, the brain trust network gets. It's almost you can think of it almost like a franchise program. And so you know we have the the leaders of those nodes are you know very important leaders in the network uh, on brain trust. So it's it's you see you know it's a decentralized network. There's there's no CEO right. There's just lots of people that have best and interest in in growing the network. Getting back a little bit to uh, the the venture capitalists when they approached you, or when you you know talked about an investment from them like what were their concerns or what questions did they ask you or what obstacles did they see going forward that still needed to be addressed what were their concerns uh no concerns that i know of. We, um they all came to us and, and put the round together we we were not out fundraising it was a complete inbound exercise from uh kotu tiger and a few other existing investors that were already in the in the round um you know they saw the the rapid growth rates they saw the you know really intense product market fit um and they uh just wanted to you know lean in further and and, and own more of the network um and so you know the deal deal kind of came to us uh no decks no pitching uh, any of that stuff okay all right that's often uh that's often a good sign <laughs> okay. never happened to me before that was the first time so i was very happy to have it <laughs> Also, I, I heard uh, something else, which I'm sure you're going to embrace. I heard from Do Kwan from, uh, that he was complaining that often for blockchain projects, there wasn't enough development by developers. In other words, developers were not incentivized enough to develop. So he was thinking that you could have like a, the foundation that might be running a blockchain buy a lot of development hours and then developers could come in and say, I'll take five hours and that the money that was bought by the foundation will be paid to me for developing this app. I suppose that's something that totally fits into brain trusts of you. You could imagine like a blockchain project or another project, somebody come in and buy, buy hours and then it'll have the developers come on to the, come on to your platform and, and take those hours up and, and the project gets done. In other words, brain trust becomes a bit the coordinating mechanism for, for the buyers and the sellers. Is that something that you could embrace easily? Oh yeah. I mean, we're that, absolutely right. I mean, we, we actually just announced a couple of weeks ago that we're, um, we have a new job type on the network called grant. And this is a built specifically for crypto networks and foundations to move their grants programs onto uh, brain trust. And so, uh, because they're, they're having problems finding developers to, to do these grants. And so we obviously brain trust is the, the largest web three network of developers. And so we, um, we, we onboarded, I think it's harmony and scale and consensus, uh, all, you know, bringing all their, all their grant programs onto brain trust so they can use the brain trust talent to, to, you know, build their ecosystems faster. And there's, five or six more in the works right now that we'll announce uh, soon. Are there any more stats or many or any more info you would like to share with us? Yeah, I mean, that was the, those, that was the big news um, since, since, you know, let, let me give you an update on stats too, if I can. So if you, yeah. by the way, if you just go to info.braintrust.com, that is a real time network stat dashboard. So I'm looking at it right now, we, uh, the network has done 56 million in GSV, uh, which is, Client GSV stands for gross service value. That's clients hiring talent. Uh, over $1.2 million have been sent of client fees through the fee converter, which has purchased about 345,000 B trust, which is currently sitting in the Dow. 
if, if again at info.braintrust.com, you could actually link, see the links to all the invoices that were paid. It's kind of cool. Somebody in the community made a, a web page that shows every single invoice that's been client invoice that's been paid on Brain Trust, what the job type was, um, and in how much it was, and then show and then it links to EtherScan to show the actual funds. Uh, going over so it's fees.btrustinfo.xyz again this is linked off the info page but you can see like here's an invoice from albertson's for senior product designer american eagle a senior back-end manager uh atlassian a full, full stack web developer you can literally see all the client invoices that run through the brain trust platform and then the client fees paid in cash going and buying Petrus tokens. It's, it's really it's really neat. I mean, we my core team had nothing to do with making this. Somebody in the community made it, but it's, it's really badass. Yeah, well, it's certainly going to incentivize people. And I can also tell you that, you know, everybody likes passive income and one makes money by referring talent to the network. If I refer somebody, I will get recurring revenue of all the work that person does in the future. And that, that sort of passive income is another great incentive to to join this network. That that is absolutely right. It's it, it, brain trust provides you this this way to very easily monetize your network, right? You you go to braintrust.com, you sign up as a connector, and you get a unique code, and then you share that code. Right? And whoever signs up with that code, you're gonna get once they start transacting, you're gonna get a piece uh, paid to you in, in brain trust tokens right to your wallet. Um, some more metrics to share: average job size on brain trust is seventy four thousand dollars in the last two hundred seventeen days. Um, we've just crossed 3,000 total completed jobs, over 50,000 registered talent, um, 15,000 people in the academy. So these are like large, ongoing, really interesting projects, right? These are things you could like quit your job and go do, right? It's, it's kind of the magic of, of a user-owned, user-controlled network is, you know, you can come over here and a lot of people don't leave their job and start freelancing because they don't want to start an agency, right? They don't want to pitch work. They don't want to create a, you know, a, answer proposals all day, right? It's a pain in the ass to get clients. If you go to Brain Trust, there's unlimited clients, right? There's, there's so much client demand for engineering, design, product managers, project managers, DevOps, backend. And so you just go in, create your account, get verified and start picking off jobs and making good money. And, and you can earn tokens while, while you're doing it as well. So it's, it's a good gig for anyone who's kind of thinking of leaving you know, their corporate job and, and going off on their own. Thank you very much, Adam. Let me wrap it up with a few rapid fire questions. Let me say, if you had to compare your job to a sport, what sport would you say your job resembles? Uh, definitely NFL football. Because why? Uh, because it is the only the absolute best, most highly trained athletes in the world can play NFL football. It is brutal. So if you, you know, the, your lifespan may be lower than a, than other sports, um, and it is it is an absolute team sport, right? There's important positions like quarterback, but every single guy on that team has to do his job uh, for the team to win, and that is absolutely true in a, in a crypto network like Brain Trust. Um, yeah, and so yeah, it's, it feels a lot like NFL football. Okay. A principle that you try to always have in mind to, that guides your life. Um, you know, I have a few of them. Uh, the first one is, is do the right thing. It's, it's have high integrity. I, I think integrity 
personal integrity, you know, in business is it's all that matters, right? I mean, if, if you're if you're smart, that's great. If you read a lot and you're, you're knowledgeable, that's great. But if you don't have integrity, like you're, you're going to get sniffed out and you're, you're, it's not going to work uh, and you're, you're, you're not going to help people. Um, and so that, that's, I start with that one. It's a great piece of advice that helped you in life and who gave it to you? Hmm. Um, let me think. I, I think, so I would say like, a, I can't remember so many people who tell me this, but be more patient. <laughs> uh, I, I think it, being patient makes sense sometimes and, and other times it makes no sense. And my impatience is often what drives me, but I'm kind of old enough now. I have to learn that like, you don't have to be super impatient in every single scenario. <laughs> you, can, you can kind of relax once in a while and, and just let it come to you. So um, I can't remember, you know, so many people have told me that I, I can't name one of them, but um, it seems like good advice. Okay. And finally, some a lighter question, favorite movie, or you can give several. Rounders, ah, the Matt, the Matt Damon poker movie. Okay, a lot of people like that. Yeah, it's a specialist movie. You play poker yourself, or I do. Yeah. All right, Adam. Thank you very much for your um, for your for your time. Um, uh, there's a reference link uh, for somebody who wants to sign up to uh, Brain Trust that I'll put in the show notes, and um, well, we'll also put in the show notes the uh, the different uh, URLs you gave to to. Uh, to see the the activity on the network. And uh, I don't know if you want to give any other reference points for people to get in trust with the with brain. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, no, that's that's all right. And uh, and follow me on Twitter at Adam Jackson SF. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you very much, Adam. It was a pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to come back on. Okay. Thank you.